Welcome back to the Turn on the Music Podcast. This is episode 11. My name is Kyle, and of course, we've got CJ here. How are you, sir, this evening? I'm doing well. How about yourself? How are you doing? Doing okay. Really tired. Busy weekend, yeah. but... So. I feel that. Yeah, and it was a long week at work, too, so... This was a interesting week at work, so I feel that, too, yeah. <laughs> I get that. And then the whole thing with the... Because um, I don't know how much you got of it, but... In New York, we got a lot of that um, wildfire from Canada, the the, the smoke. Yeah, yeah, we got very it. little. Yeah. Yeah. So that... Yeah, I think there, w- there was one morning I woke up and I went, wow, it looks really kind of foggy or smoky out. Yeah. And then it was fine. Um, so. Wednesday, because we're recording on a Saturday night. So Wednesday, it was quite bad by us out on the island, but I know in the city it was bad. And then like if you mm-hmm. went up north, it was even worse. Um it was. It got bad throughout the day on Wednesday. Like you went outside, it smelled like a campfire, and it just felt like this campfire got worse and worse and worse, and the sky turned orange. Right, so, right. Um, I just feel bad for those in Canada that are dealing with this, or dealt with it if it's over yeah, by the time yeah. you listen to this. So, yeah. Um, otherwise, yeah, just one of those work weeks. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <I> hear that. <laughs> um. Listening to anything good this week? So I've been on um, a Corey Wong and Mike Farris journey. Journey. So listen to, yeah, listen to both okay. of them. So I realized that Corey Wong has a lot more stuff out than I thought he did. And he's got like four or five live albums that I've been listening to. In fact, streamed one of them Friday night. Um, and it, was, it just came out last month. I had oh, no okay. idea. So. I got to check that out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Victor Wooten's on it, and um, this really great, great group called Truesdale is on it. Okay. So, and we'll probably play them tomorrow night. Okay, cool. So, because they did a cover. Tomo- a tomorrow night, cool meaning the night that passed. Yes, the night that, that <laughs> you've all missed. So. You've all missed. <laughs> That's good to know, though, because I, I was curious if they recorded the tour that Victor Wooten was on with him. I think this is the one before that tour, because okay. it came out in May. And he's only on like four or five tracks. Okay. Um, but he they, they do a cover of a Victor Wooten tune. They do a cover of a Bella Fleck tune. So, oh, nice. And yeah, I just noticed cool. on Instagram that he's to this Saturday night. Um, he, uh, he's playing with Bella Fleck and the Fleck Tones tonight. Yep. First time yeah. in three years. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which is very cool. Yep. Yeah. So what about you? You listen to anything? Um. Corey Wong. Okay. And Hannah Wicklin. Nice. Um, I th- that's pretty much been most of it. Okay. Lately, I've been getting in the car and I have not put any music on. Me too. It's weird. It was one of yeah. those weeks where I just like got in the car and I just drove to work and I didn't put any music on. Mm-hmm. And then leaving work, I would typically like roll down the windows and do it. But I guess because, because of how everything was the past few days, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So I, but typically it was, it, yeah, it was basically Corey Wong and Hannah, Hannah Wicklin the past um, few times that I've listened to the music. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm excited about her new album coming out in October. Yeah, me too. I, I want to hear what it sounds like. I'm, I'm really interested to see what she comes out with. Right. Exactly. Um, but that's about it. Not, not okay. much of anything else. Like even at work, we haven't even had an opportunity to really listen to a lot of music because, like I said, sometimes I share with a coworker, right. and we just we haven't had the opportunity. It's been a busy week. Yeah. So you said you, uh, you said you played Kari Wong and Mike Farris. Mike Farris, yep. And you didn't play anything else outside of that. That's really it. Okay, that's awesome. Yep. Very cool. Do you want to jump into the book? Yeah, let's jump into the book. So let's we're getting the to the end. We've got what three chapters left? I think three three chapters. So. Um, not very long chapters, no, but very poignant ta- chapters. Yes, yeah. <laughs> as usual. Yeah, as usual. Well, you know, there was a couple that kind of like, yeah, but this, the, the, these, like some of them were like very good, but like mm-hmm. these, as short as they are, have so much more information than some of those other ones. Right. Yep. It, you know, it's like the revelation of the book. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Um, and this are, is, I, I know I said Sam's chapter is probably my favorite. This is a very close second, if not equal or better. I, I like this chapter a lot. Oh, I could totally see that. And I, and at first I was kind of like, again, was there's a lot to look at and potentially h- highlight, but there's also mm-hmm. a lot to not highlight because right. it, of the story aspect of this chapter. So I'm yep. very curious about, I'm sure we're very similar again, but I'm very curious to see where, where it led you. Yeah, um, for sure. So this is chapter 11, which is measure 11 and it's entitled listening. Yep. And I don't know if you want to read the little subtitle. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get to it, you know, in the chapter itself, but it says, uh, we think that music stops at the ears. That is a mistake. Vibrations can be felt in all places and at all times, even with the eyes. Um, and that's kind of, I mean, maybe we'll, we'll talk about it more when we get to it in the chapter, but, um, this, th- that's kind of what I felt like when I started the podcast back in the day, it was very much listening differently. And when I listened to the audiobook of the second book, I, it's almost like I lost it and I, I kind of came back to it. Um, but like listening in a different way and it's hard for me to keep that, that listening in that different way. Um, and I think that's, you know, part of it is that, that thing that we were talking about in the other book that I'm reading awakening spirits, where it's that, that battle of the, the physical and the spiritual mind and the physical right. is more dominant and the spiritual, but, um, you know, trying to find that balance is, is difficult. Um, and you know, I don't always do a good job of doing both. So, um, well, I also think environmentally, it's a tough balance to do, mm-hmm. especially in our line of work. Yeah, and as a society, the society society pushes the the physical mind on us. Right. So exactly, and I think that because we take for granted how much the environment that we're in plays a factor on our balance. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. Like we, I set up my office in such a way that I felt like it worked for my balance. And there are times that I walk in and I'm like, could I make this better? Mm-hmm. You know, because this is where you and I do our thing all the time. Or if right. I come in and I need to do some artwork or whatever, or any type of video or music work, I come in here and I wanted some kind of like lack for a better term, like feng shui to mm-hmm. to the room and right it's hard to find that balance sometimes even in your own personal environment right so i totally get what you're saying yep which makes this whole chapter so interesting <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, so um this takes place after the previous chapter where they played a gig well michael they watched a gig essentially and then they played a little bit during that um and then they they drove to a place called radnor lake um and i'm just looking for my first highlight and it comes actually later than i thought 235 um so anyway they basically this whole experience is a listening experience and i've said many times that i think probably the most important skill as a musician is listening um and i think it's a skill that we don't do enough as musicians and it's also a skill that we don't do enough as humans and they talked on it in this where they talk about the difference between listening and hearing and i think a lot of what we do here in you know in our lives is we we do too much hearing and we concentrate on, on waiting for a pause in the conversation so we can interject instead of actually listening to what's being said to react to it totally agree and i'm definitely a culprit of that is yeah. that the right word I definitely like have done that without thinking about it. Like you don't, I think it becomes almost such a second nature to the human race to do that. Yeah. I think we're taught, we're almost not shown to do it. We're kind of taught to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I think that's again, what, that's that physical, spiritual mind thing that we're talking about. Exactly. I, I agree. And um, I, I myself over the past few weeks have been a little bit more, on the um i'm trying to listen more to whomever speaking to me versus you know hearing what they're saying 
Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, but it's a tough thing to kind of train yourself to do after doing the other things so often. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny. Like, I know we talked about doing tangents last week and, you know, you've kind of mentioned a few things tonight that kind of, you know, so a lot of my, my journeys at work or to work and from work, you know, I, I are in silence as well. And because they've got the Jeep now, I got the, the top down most of the time. In fact, I don't remember the last time I had the top up. It'll probably up tomorrow because it's going to rain. But um, it's it's weird. Like two weeks ago, I remember driving to work and noticing the blue sky being bluer than normal, the trees being greener, and the sound of everything as I was driving. And one of the things I hate about my car is it's got auto stop start, which drives me nuts. I yes. hate it. But what I was noticing is like I get to the point where I'd stop at a stoplight and the car would shut off and I could hear everything better. And I was like, I kind of like this. So I'm okay. starting to pay attention to everything around me more. And that's what I was kind of referring to last week was like I, I start f- I'm feeling that transition to I don't know whether it's accepting the spiritual mind more or, or acknowledging it or being less focused. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is yet. And it's it was less this week. And I'm trying not to get discouraged because um, I don't want to go backwards. So, um, but it's it's interesting, and I, I found it's hard to drive now because I find myself like looking at the clouds more, and it's like I got to be focusing on the road. Like, you know, it's right. weird. I, I but I think part of this process, it's okay to go backwards a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I I think that that part of going backwards is a way of you kind of going okay now i understand why this happens and now i mm-hmm. understand why that happens and it, right. and it's hard because you don't want like because mm-hmm. you you almost think of it as like a um a failure in a sense exactly yeah and and i think that's one of the things that i have the hardest thing to 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 jump over it's like i tell everybody all the time it's okay if you make a mistake it's okay mm-hmm. if you quote unquote fail at this right because you're going to learn from it but like for some reason mentally i can't take my own advice when it comes to that exactly so i understand yep. that concept that 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 thing where it's like i really don't want to go backward because that means i didn't do it right but it's like mm-hmm. maybe you did do it right maybe right. maybe going backwards is the step that you need to take to jump forward into the next step right and and it's, what i've been trying to tell myself is you know, the yin yang has been so important in this book. It's like, and it's the same thing. Like in order to go forward, you have to go backwards. Right. You know, and right. Victor Wooten said, I remember during the pandemic, I was able to, it was right around the time I got let go from my job too. It was kind of a weird, weird, you know, time. And um, he was doing a, a webinar. He was very quiet for most of it. It was him, Bootsy Collins and a bunch of other bass players. And at one point they asked him, you know, with, with all the crazy stuff that's going on, you know, like, like, what do you do? What do you say to this? And he said, I look at it like a slingshot. In order to go forward, you got to pull the slingshot back. The further you pull it back, the further it goes. So you might feel like you're really far behind right now, and that's a good thing because it's going to propel you further and faster in the future. Absolutely. Yeah, I think okay. that's a very, yeah. No, totally. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. Which it's funny because I feel like in this chapter that's essentially what happens, right? Because they because throughout every chapter he's listening to everything that Michael's saying, and he's listening to everything he's showing him and whatever all that stuff. But like chapter eleven, measure eleven, which is essentially the last element, right? Is we're back to listening. Mm-hmm. Like we're going back to this yep and then it and then um as you go through the chapter you notice that every element that they went through through the rest of the book comes into play Mm -hmm. it's just it's very interesting so you said you were highlighted where where's your first highlight on this 235 so 235 is what i have as the first page of the chapter oh sorry no don't be i'm just i want to i want to see if i'm on the right spot with you (laughs) um 238 sorry okay so i I ha- I kind of marked some things on two thirty six and two thirty seven. Okay, go for it. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna give you give a little bit of that. Just a little background is like they're sitting, they're sitting in a forest, or in the wilderness, mm-hmm. 
and they're talking about listening to the sounds of the animals and the insects and they uh talk about how it almost sounds like a well-orchestrated thing a, a symphony right um and this is what victor says i hadn't noticed it before but the animals did seem to be listening to each other it sounded like the different species were taking turns singing when the animals did speak on top of each other they did so in a different register it was like listening to a well-orchestrated masterpiece. Mm-hmm. I think it's very interesting because we never think about, we know animals as prey and predators, right? But like right. in this moment, all these prey and all these predators are singing with each other. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very interesting. And then to your point of what you were stating earlier, Michael states that we have forgotten as a species how to listen yep yeah so that just to reiterate what you were talking about earlier so that that's that's kind of what i highlighted in those two pages and i think they speak for themselves i don't think i have to get into them too yeah but like so now that brings us to 238 so what do you got on 238 that you highlighted um so oh god here we go again (laughs) where do i put the kindle there we go how about there that looks good um so michael says Most humans can't listen past their limited intelligence. The more they think they know, the less they honestly hear. Humans only hear what they want to hear. Play a record for a musician, and before he can listen to it, he has to know who it is. And once he knows who, he decides what it sounds like before he ever hears it. Solely based on what he thinks he knows about the performer. What difference does it make who it is? What does it feel or sound like? How does it make you feel? That is what is important. So that... I mean, first off, that that talks about what we were talking about at the beginning, where we just, you know, we hear what we want to hear, and we just kind of wait for that silence so that we can get our part of the conversation in, um, which is unfortunate. But, um, you know, and then it talks about what I've said, you know, so many times is that if I did, if I focused on genre and let genre dictate my state of mind, I wouldn't have found Victor Wooten, I wouldn't have found Bella Fleck, I wouldn't have found all these musicians. I wouldn't have given Nickel Creek a chance. Like I would be missing right. on so, so much great music. So I've tried to kind of get rid of that label because of that. You know, and it's funny. We talk about listening and we talk about giving an opportunity to not be hearing, but to be listening. And I feel in a way, and this is going to sound funny at the moment, but I feel in a way this whole Zoom thing has brought that listening aspect a little bit back. Not mm-hmm. the hearing aspect, but the listening, partially because... We know that there's a delay in the discussion that you're having. Right. And I think you and I have become more aware of it because of the fact of this delay. Mm-hmm. And we do our best to to not jump on each other while we're talking because of the recording process and to make sure that we didn't miss something and like that. And I think that in that odd way, this whole video chat Zoom thing has actually brought back that listening skill mm-hmm. i'm not saying that people still are just hearing because i feel still feel that that's the case with some people yeah, but i feel yeah. like the listening skill had to be brought back a little bit because you needed to give yourself a moment to be patient to mm-hmm. make sure that that person actually stopped talking right and it's 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 such a weird thing because it's the digital age that's doing that mm-hmm. um and I, like I said, it just it was something I noticed even the other day. The past two days, I was in an in-person meeting, but we had virtual people as well. And I feel like even on that end of it, where you have that mixed group, there is still better listening going on mm-hmm. because you don't want to miss anything. Right. You know, and a lot less talk over even in the group. So if I'm sitting next to five other people, there's a lot less talking over each other because we know that on the other end in the virtual world, they're not going to hear what's being said. Mm-hmm. So it's it, 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 it it's a weird concept to, to, to say that because you don't want to admit this. Right. You know, but like that's one element that is almost good. Mm-hmm. So I was looking up instructions, uh, or instructions uh, directions. I just want to see how far this lake was from my house. Um, it's less than five hours away. So you could do it. I could do it. For me, it'd be like 17 hours or so. I think yeah, driving probably. to Nashville was 17 hours. Yeah. So if that's in Nashville, then yeah, I would see you in a, a day. a little bit further north, further south of Nashville. 
Yeah, so it would be like 18 probably. Five-hour trip is not a bad trip. I would do that. Mm-mm. Now, and in, in fact, Nashville's a, a, a big spot around here to go to. A lot of people do it. Oh, really? They take the yeah. trip down? Yes. Have you been, smoke, have you been to Nashville? I have never been, no. I have to say, when I went, it was back in the early 2000s, and mm-hmm. even for someone who was not a country person, like in the sense of country artists, it's a very cool place to visit, especially yeah. as a musician. Um, I'm sure it's been built up way more mm-hmm. uh, because it's been 20 years. Uh, I, I would I would do the trip. Yeah. I would do it. I'm thinking Even if you it. did, like, one overnight. Like, even if you just did an overnight. Mm-hmm. Went down, stayed for the night, went back. Yep. Do it. um do you have more on that because i have a little bit after that that i highlighted i have a little bit after that too so all right go 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 with it um so they 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 talk about listening and how the animals can feel the the vibrations um and he says the animals allow these vibrations to penetrate their whole bodies the vibrations acting somewhat like vitamins that is the best way to listen allow your whole body to pick up the vibrations using the whole body as an eardrum. Um, and that's something that like, you know, I, I've, I've talked to you about it and I've kind of mentioned it. Part of what I want in my setups here at my house is I want the feeling of like being on stage with the musician like that. I want it to have that kind of feel because you can experience it in a different way. You can feel it differently. And that's kind of what they're talking about here, where, you know, it's not just listening with your ears. And it goes back to that, you know, that experiment that Victor did with um, the speaker in his hands and he spun around and did that thing. Like, you can hear with your whole body. Um, and it's not just a vibrational thing. It's an energy thing, which I talked about earlier. So um, I and just think about it as vitamins is kind of interesting because you think about what vitamins do to the body and think about what music can do to the body as well. You know, it's an... an a good thing i think oh no i agree i i i know that there are times that i'm picking certain music because of the vibration and energy that it puts through the speakers mm-hmm. you know while i'm driving so right. i i totally totally feel on that one um i think that we do take for granted the fact that there are vibrations because we're hearing you know, when, when, um, when I got married and, and we had like half the, the wedding part or well, half the people attending the wedding were our deaf people, mm-hmm. uh, sign language being their first language. And I know I've said this before on the podcast and even on the live show, just to see them get up and dance and dance right. to the vibration of the music. I mean, you were there, you saw it. It mm-hmm. was, it was, it's amazing to see. And, you know, I was ignorant. I never thought about it that way. Like I knew how important music was. I knew what music can do to a person and I knew mm-hmm. that there was vibrations involved with it, but I never thought of it to that extent. Right. And then I'm sitting here and I'm talking to my wife and I'm like, all right, so we're going to get a DJ. Like who's dancing? Like I was ignorant. Mm-hmm. And she's like, don't worry. Everybody's going to dance. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, they'll feel the vibration. I'm like, really? I'm like, I never thought about it that way. And I mm-hmm. even said to her, I said, should we put the speakers on the ground? So I don't know if you remember that I I mm-hmm. had the DJ put the speakers on the ground and it yep. made it it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just like so when I read this I'm like oh that's so so true. Mm-hmm. So true. That and then the the paragraph after that I thought was interesting. I don't know if you have that highlighted. Uh I think I do. Yeah. I don't you want I I'll read it if you want I'll yeah, read go it. For it. Uh, I liked it because of all the elements are used in the mm-hmm. paragraph. Um, and he, and Victor states, I'll have to work on listening like that. I noted trying to calm myself down. Michael spoke in a tone that seemed to match the peaceful place we were in. I, on the other hand, was speaking through emotion alone, which made it hard to articulate my true feelings. Also the dynamic of my voice was way too loud for the quiet space we were in causing my rhythm to differ from that of the woods. Maybe a different technique would help. Taking a deep breath, I tried to relax before I spoke my next phrase. Although slow, I was learning. And I purposely emphasize those words because those are the elements throughout the whole entire book that he brought together for this purpose. And I thought it was Mm -hmm. brilliant. Yep. Yeah. I really, uh, uh, that, that, that was like, okay. Yeah. He totally, uh, he's like, here we are again. We're back to Mm -hmm. where we need to be. Yep. 
And then a little bit further along, um, <clears throat> Michael says, music, like all things, is vibration. That is all. Because we humans can hear music with our ears, we get stuck on the idea that that's all there is to it. Most of us wouldn't even consider the thought of seeing music or hearing a flower. What we hear, we do not see, and what we see, we do not hear. We think that music stops at the ears. That is a mistake. Vibrations can be felt in all places, at all times, even with the eyes. Music can be seen if your awareness is broad enough. Right. And then the next paragraph actually talks about Victor experiencing um, living in Virginia and playing for a school of the deaf and having mm-hmm. the same, essentially, experience that I had yep. um, at my wedding. And I thought mm-hmm. that was very cool because that like that talked to me, that spoke to me, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's true. I, I, I think we forget how powerful vibrations are like just take music out of it for a second just powerful how powerful vibrations are i mean they Mm -hmm. build weapons with vibrations and sounds yep that's crazy Mm -hmm. it's crazy uh vibrations he continued meaning michael are penetrating like ripples in the water they bounce off you and they go right through you an important thing to remember is that vibrations never stop vibrating think about that vibrations may change but they never stop that means that we should pay attention to the vibrations we are putting out there. And that sentence right there, that means we should pay attention to the vibrations we're putting out there. That sticks with me because I try my best mm-hmm. every day to put out and not to quote, I'm not trying to quote uh, the Beach Boys, but I try to put out good vibrations. Mm-hmm. Like I really do. I try so hard. And that's why I feel bad when I get into, I don't want to say a bad mood, but essentially a bad mood. I feel bad because then I'm putting out this vibration of a bad mood. And then everybody's like, are you okay? I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. Because I don't want to put that vibration on them. I don't want to put that on them. Even though Mm -hmm. I know it's a genuine, are you okay? I still don't want to put that vibration out there. And I'm learning that it's okay to do that because you kind of have to release that. Mm -hmm. Or you can't get back to that other vibration. I don't know if you agree with that or not. but I, I do, totally. Um, it reminds me, something happened this week. I was talking to a coworker. Um, we have a lot of turnover in, in our, our company because, um, a lot of it's based on the government, on government work and people rotate every two two or three years. So one of the folks that's working with us, um, she rotates out in July and she's heading up one of the programs and she's like, I don't feel like I've finished here and I feel bad that I finished. And I said, and I get that, but this program is 100% better than when you came. And I said to her, I said, if my goal is to, wherever I go, I want to leave the place better than when I found it. And I said, you've totally done that. And I think that goes back to that. You know, it's, it's a vibrational thing. You know, you have to be careful about the vibrations you're putting out. If they're good, they're good. And I think right. that kind of correlates. The other thing I thought was interesting is the whole um, pond and ripple thing because that's big in the Awakening Spirits book that I'm reading and that, that talks about the the spiritual mind versus the physical mind, the spiritual mind being the pond and then the, the physical mind being the ripples in the pond and how they can kind of overshadow the, the spiritual mind. So interesting how it, how it plays a, a part here as well. You know, and That's what I was saying last week is Everything seems to be interconnected, and the more I get into this, the more interconnected things seem to be, and the more the more right it feels. If that's the right way to put it. You mean in the sense of reading um, the book and hearing like yeah. another side of it, in a sense. Yeah, yeah. Hearing okay. someone's different, you know, different point of view, and you know, it's interesting. Now I want to yeah. read that book even more. I got to get a copy of it. Yes, like Just, I said, hard to find. But I don't need a hundred dollar copy, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did find an app. I'm going to bring it up on my phone real quick, just because I want to confirm the name of it. Mm-hmm. We're not sponsored by this app, but I found an app called Thrift Books, and I did find a copy on it, but I didn't purchase it. But I'm now thinking I might do it. Mm-hmm. And I think it was only like ten or eleven bucks. Yeah, I figure whatever the condition. Half price books. We have half price books out here. I've been looking at there. They don't have it. But, well, if you happen to find a copy, let yep, me know, pick it up, and absolutely. I'll give you the yep. money for it. Yeah. But yeah, that's awesome. Um, I'm very interested now in reading. I do have his book, Grandfather, which mm-hmm. I'm I'm preparing to get into. Um, I do have another book I want to read. I'm going to end up reading like three or four books at the same time. I'm going to be so confused. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I mean, it goes on to more about the fact that you know they were taught. He's talking about how he sings to the the animals and 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 Michael. You know, he's he doesn't think that Michael is being serious. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Michael starts singing to the animals. Like he starts. Um, it sounds like he's doing like in the audiobook, It sounds like he's doing um, Mongolian singing, where it's the, mm-hmm. the two part, yep. the two, yeah. Yep. And then uh, Victor goes in to talk about how he closed his eyes and he let the music envelope him. Um, and he said he's never felt music the way he did at that moment, the mm-hmm. way it's took over his body with those vibrations yep. and those energies. And and it goes into he goes back into talking about how when he was doing his meditation he felt the tingle mm-hmm. throughout his body, and this time he was allowing it to go throughout his whole entire body. I feel like this part of the book is one of the real moments. Yeah, I really do. Yep. I feel like this is a. I mean, because there have been many a times that I've gone outside, even in my own backyard, and just sat down mm-hmm. in quietness. Mm-hmm. And despite all the other noise pollution that's in the area, you know, people playing music, whatever, there's still a, a connection to that natural energy that's out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And one of the things I'm trying to do in my house is just because I don't have the time to always go out and find places to, to photograph. So I'm trying to like get like plants and flowers and stuff that will attract other animals and stuff. A lot of them are birds because the birds are easily will easily fly away when the dogs try to chase them. But you know, like I've had hummingbirds like almost fly into me, you know, just sitting there watching what's going on. And I mean, yeah, birds fly on my head, almost poop on me, but like, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> but I, I mean, when I visited, I remember we were talking about that, and I was like, mm-hmm. "That's really cool, though. That's a smart idea. Yeah, like why not bring nature to you? And you're in right. such a." great area that i think you have a more variety of potential species of birds to come towards you Mm -hmm. yep you know what's neat is so like charlotte i told you lives about you know 10 minutes away she had a family of rabbits that lived under her her shed and a family of fox came out and they ate all the rabbits and now she's have a family of fox that live under her shed she's got them on like you know her her cameras her garage door camera they've come up to the front door wow so it's really kind of neat you know Scares my other neighbor. My neighbor next door has got six chickens. So I told her, there are foxes in the area, you know, so it's like, it's weird, but it's it's cool, you know, just having all these animals surround you. It is. It's funny because for us on Long Island, we're starting to get coyotes. Yeah, we have them here too. So they're starting to migrate. They're starting to actually come through the tunnels from the, through the city. Really? Yeah. That I was. We were talking about this and there's been a study being done and they're saying in the next 10 years, we could see a population of coyotes start uh, developing on the island i wow. mean because they're migrating out this way mm-hmm. and and all that stuff well it's like deer people don't mm-hmm. think that deer swim but that's how they get around that's how they right. got across that's how they get onto mm-hmm. the island like they swam yep. across the sound they swam in the <laughs> ocean you know like all that stuff it's it's yep. just it's it's crazy but you know even back here like i i in our backyard i've i we had a <laughs> i have a wheelbarrow that has rocks in it because i was using it to fill in areas and i freak and I never emptied out the rocks and it would fill up with water while it rains. So mm-hmm. it became like a bird bath for a while. So I've kind of just left it because it's actually <laughs> cool because the birds will come in. Mm-hmm. And like we got a cardinal here, and a, but you don't get anything crazy. The only thing that once in a while I'll see fly near work is a hawk. Right. Like, and you know, it's just, it's so cool to see though. Mm-hmm. Like it's such a cool thing to see. Yeah. Yeah. We got hawks, we got vultures. And then I told you I got that. Near work, I've got a family of bald eagles. They just had three babies this year, so oh, I haven't wow. made my way up this year this year yet. But it's on my list of things to do to get up there. That's awesome. Um, I was hoping to do it this weekend, but not going to happen. So, but see, it brings it to nature. Like nature right. is like the first music. Mm-hmm. Like even before music was even created or performed, there was music in nature. Mm-hmm. There had to be. The wind blew yep. a certain way. You know, that's how animals probably communicated with each other through mm-hmm. through singing notes in a sense. Yep. Like we just we don't think about that, but that had to be the case. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's a theory, but it still had to be the case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is one of my favorite lines in the chapter. Uh, Michael says, all experiences as well as music are ordinary. It is up to you to add the extra quality that makes something extraordinary. 
But like most humans, you risk missing much of the, the present experience by putting part of yourself in future or past experiences. I highly recommend you spend this moment in the now so that you can experience, so the experience can share with each other all that you have to offer. And but that wasn't Michael. That was the wasn't? deer. Oh, that was the deer. Sorry. No, no, no. But I, I, I want to make that clear that at this yep. point, a deer walked up to Victor mm-hmm. and he f- heard this voice and he said mm-hmm. it was coming from the deer. Mm-hmm. But now say what you're going to say, because I think that plays a factor. And so I was saying that there's there's just so much that we go through in our lives. And I find myself doing it, too. It's like like, like just before I was I was watching um, YouTube and while I was watching YouTube, I picked up my phone and watched another YouTube video while I was watching a YouTube video. I went, what am I doing? Like, this is stupid. Why am I watching a YouTube video just to watch another? Like, I can't watch two at the same time. So it's like, and we do that a lot with, you know, when we have like, we'll get together with people. We, we spend so much time buried in our phones and that sort of thing. So trying to, to take time to spend that moment, you know, and make the most of it. I think it's important. And, and it's hard to we're do. Losing. It's very yeah, hard to it's do. It's very hard to do. And I think... Especially for someone who's in the workforce and no matter where you work, you're constantly mm-hmm. multitasking. Yep. You're constantly taking on multiple things at once. Mm-hmm. So you know, you have this task in front of you that you want to make happen and then you're pulled away from it mm-hmm. or you have to jump into something else and then you try to get back to it. It's like you lose that now. You lose yep. that moment even there. And I think that's another reason why it bleeds into our everyday lives because you don't want to mm-hmm. miss something. Right. But you don't realize how much you're missing when you're doing mm-hmm. more than one thing at once. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, doesn't the deer speak to them again? No. I don't think so. No, but moving. But I don't know if you have more after that because I do have something that it's a it's a moment when Victor opens up his eyes. Um. Uh- this this one always makes me laugh. Um, so he he talks about like his aura, and he at one point he says, "I wondered if my aura could get poison ivy." Yeah, <laughs> strange thought. I know. <laughs> that's too funny, but he yeah, that's that's really funny. Yeah, that that one, that one always makes me laugh. So, um, yeah, go ahead, go go. What you were gonna say? No, but after that, he says he opened up his eyes because mm-hmm. he thought it was daytime, and because every because the aura and the glow of everything was so bright. And he said he looked at Michael and he said, I can see the music coming from him. It appeared to be mostly emanating from his mouth, but I noticed that it was also coming from his whole body while at the same time entering his whole body. The music was connected to everything and everything was connected to the music, including me. I could see vibrations bouncing off and passing through everything, allowing me to know that all things were alive and connected. He knew where all the animals were. He didn't even have to look. And I I thought that was, that's mm-hmm. so interesting. Yep. Um, because if you're someone who sees or feels energy in a way, mm-hmm. or responds energy or sensitive to it, and you're sitting and you're sitting with a group of people, whether it's two, three, four, five, sometimes it could be a little intense. Yep. But at the same time, because they're so distinct, almost like a fingerprint, mm-hmm. you know where each one of those people are. Right. It's and that yeah. that's what I took from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it, it reminds me of something that my choir director in high school told me. I didn't get it now. I didn't get it then. I still kind of don't get it. And it just it talks about what you know Victor was saying, and he always said that you know we are almost like the pipe of an organ, and that music flows music is the air that flows through the pipe of the organ and all we do is resonate with it and it's like makes sense still don't get it but like well because it's it you know i think that's where the next chapter comes into play mm-hmm. right i mean we're just a tool mm-hmm. to create music well to to bring the music out that's supposedly already there right and, and and I know we'll talk more about this in the next chapter, but going into mm-hmm. how we use the different instruments that are out there to perform music. Right. You know, um, so and I and I think we'll touch upon that. But I understand that. I understand how it's like 
it's an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And and I, I'm, I've always, you know, especially with with voice, you know, I, I think that is, is is the most emphasis that that people have put on it. But using your whole body to sing is so important. Other instruments, like yeah, you use your whole body, but you know, I mean, there's talks of like being grounded. Like I know you, you went through Alexander Technique, didn't you? At post? Oh, I loved it. Oh my god, it was amazing. I never went through it, but I know there's a lot of like grounding and a like you know, hundred percent. You know, yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, Ron had would come and do clinics at our at our school, and one of the things he would do would have us take our shoes off and sing with our shoes off because we would be more grounded. You know, it was just different. You know, it was using your whole body to experience it. I've never really honestly tried it with other instruments because like with the piano, I'm using my feet with the organ. I'm using my feet. It's kind of weird to be grounded. Like, well, but the thing is, if you look at it as, so I totally get what you're saying. Cause as, as a singer, which is what my main instrument was, um, it, that was something that I worked on and I still wish, I still think I need to work on is, is using my whole body. But as a saxophonist, I was taught, and I know I've mentioned this before, to sing into the saxophone. So mm-hmm. if I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that in the same way that I would sing. Right. So it makes me wonder, like, those drummers that play barefoot, mm. you know, or they play with their socks on, but like, without shoes. They play without yeah. their... I know a few drummers that do not wear shoes when they're playing, mm-hmm. you know? And I've seen people play without shoes on on the piano. Yep. Like, is that that grounding that you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Is it a comfort thing or is it legit? Like, is there something more to it? That's interesting because I, I was just, there's a, a pianist that I follow on YouTube and she just did a video about playing in high heels versus slippers. Oh, wow. And she said she will never play on stage in high heels. Oh, interesting. So. And, and I mean, it's, it's probably different for everybody, but that's mm-hmm. a very interesting. Yeah. 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 But I think it's, I think it's something that pertains to, to all instruments. I think it's just, Again, I think that that's something we're going to touch base on more in the next yeah. chapter. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk more about. Yep. Um, I don't know where you go from here. One of the last things I have, and I think it's an important thing. This is something that I always try to keep in my head, but um, only through the power of listening can you truly know anything. I think that's so important to... I don't know, to keep in the back of your mind at all times. I think listening is just so important because you really can't do anything. And I, I go back to, you know, so many things that I've had happen in the last several weeks and months and like the amount of people that just don't listen, like when I'm trying to share information with them. It's staggering. No, and you're absolutely right. I agree. And I and that's definitely one that I had highlighted and marked mm-hmm. because Again, like I said, I, I'm myself trying to work on being a better listener versus someone that hears. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've always been a listener. Yeah, uh, I think in my older age, I've become more of a hearer because you have experienced things and you feel that y- you just need to hear the, tid- the, the little points that are being said. And that's not always the case. Right. You know, and, and it's not that you don't want to listen to the person. It's just that you're like, Oh no, no I can help you. And it's like, well, maybe you can't cause you didn't hear the whole entire thing or mm-hmm. you missed something because you're just hearing versus listening. Right. You know? And, um, he does, he does state Victor's does state after that. He goes, I found that when I listened to other musicians more than I listened to myself, I played better. I realized that listening is, is a choice. The same is true in conversation. When I listen to other people more to myself, I know how to respond and support them in a better way. It also helps me know when to remain quiet. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, like I said, I will totally say that I had a fault of that. It's not that I didn't listen. It wasn't that I wasn't paying attention, but you speak up a little too soon. Mm-hmm. And you don't yep. use your space to uh, to allow things to be said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that, that ensemble performing is something that everyone should do in their life because it's absolutely to other people. Absolutely. 100%. Yep. Whether it's choral, whether it's a mm-hmm. band, whatever the case may be, you need yep. to be in a group with multiple performers at some point in your life as a musician. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. Do you have more on this? So a little while later, um, 
Michael when Michael stopped singing, the animals kind of came up to him at the end. Um, and it, Victor said it made me understand the effect that some pop stars have on their fans. Do the fans just want to touch them, or do they unconsciously want to connect with their vibrations? Um, which I think is you know I mean that's something that I I think the more I think about the music I listen to, while it's similar in terms of style. I think that I'm, I'm, I don't know, I guess I'm kind of more drawn to their vibrations or their energy more than their music. You're probably drawn to the person. Right. Because they're giving out their energy and their vibration mm-hmm. through the music. Yeah, no, I yep. totally get what you're saying. Absolutely. Yep. I get what you're saying. Because just to precursor what you read, um, Victor notices that the animals the remaining animals Michael walked up to and they came up to him wanting right. to get closer to the vibrations I could still mm-hmm. see emanating from his body. Yep. And then that's when he brings up the whole, the pop artist thing. And it's, you know, it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. It really does. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's a, just a, you got to read the chapter. Mm-hmm. You got to read the book. Yeah. I hope people are reading the book, but, you really need to read the chapter mm-hmm. to really experience it. And you know what? If you want to experience it at a different level, get the audiobook. Because there are there is music in the audiobook that plays. And this whole chapter, there's Victor is speaking over the the singing. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's 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 well balanced. It's well done. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy how much this book you're making me want to get the book, the away, uh, what is it? Away, um, Awakening Spirits. Awakening Spirits. I'm going to have to look tonight when, when we're done. See if we can get a copy. I'm going to have too many yeah. books to read. I forgot to, you know, I didn't know I had a, I knew how to read as well as I knew. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, Awakening Spirits, it's a challenging read. It's not an easy read. But I'm so. okay with a challenging read. I'm okay yeah. with having to read a page again. Mm-hmm. Is there an audio version of it? I haven't found one. Okay. I mean, the book is on the old side. I think it's... Which is probably why. Yeah, early 90s. So I think I think it's 94 maybe. Maybe even before that. I don't even know. Which would make sense because this book came out after. Yep. So if it is something that he read prior to writing, mm-hmm. I would understand why it aligns in a sense to what you're reading. Wow, it's gone up to $88 on Amazon. For a paperback. For a paperback. Yep. Publication date, April 1st, 1994. So what makes it an $88 book? I think the fact that it's no longer published and... Really, they're no, they're no longer publishing it. Right. That's interesting. I wonder why. Who knows? Huh. I'm going to have to do some research to see what I can find. That thrift store website may be the, the way to go. Thrift books. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into it. By the way, not to come off of what we were talking about, I watched the first Harry Potter movie on Thursday night. Did you? Yeah. I have started think? the process. What did you think? I it, It's good. I, I think, like I said, and I, and I know I mentioned this before, I think at the time that it came out, there was so many people reading it, and it was like mm-hmm. just put in front of me, and it was in front of my face, and I was kind of like, I'm not going to do this because everybody is doing it. And I think that now I'm not saying that there's not a lot of fan base. And I think, I think now that I've experienced like the parks and I'm older and it's, it was, it was, it was a good, and I look forward to watching other movies. And I think that I'm going to attempt to read the books again, cool. or I may do the audiobooks Cause I heard they're very well done. So they even, well even done. if I don't read it, the audiobooks would be a great way for me to go mm-hmm. with this. So um, it was good. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And it's awesome. very cool because John Williams' score is just, it really is well done for it. Mm-hmm. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, a, it, it's funny because I think Christopher Columbus directed the first one. Yeah, I think so. And he directed a few of them. Like, he has such dark undertones with a lot of his films. Mm-hmm. So not to, uh, but not to have taken away from the book, but I had to share that with you. Nice. So I've been, uh, the journey started. <laughs> uh, I don't have much more to share on that right now. Okay. 
I don't know. Do you? Nope. I think we should just do our normal little housekeeping and yeah. um, say goodnight or All right. see you next week. So Or see you next week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do, you want, do you want me to do the housekeeping? It's up to you. I'm happy to do it. If you want to do it, you can do it. You can do it. Go ahead because I've done it. <laughs> you have done it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, first off, thanks for listening. Um, these episodes come out every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. Why 5 a.m.? Because it used to be 7 a.m. and I used to get in the car and it hadn't downloaded yet and it annoyed me. So I moved it to 5 a.m. so that I could um, preview it on the way to work. So um, we do have a full season. So if you're just finding us, there is a full season of stuff. 33 episodes uh, on this first season. We are 11 episodes in to our current season, the Victor Wooten's music lesson, obviously. And we're going to jump into his second book um, at the second half of the season. It's The Spirit of Music. We also do a live stream. Our live stream is on Friday evenings and Sunday evenings. Um, this previous Sunday evening, we have done cover music um, suggested by our listeners. So um, I would tell you what it sounds like, but that's tomorrow night. So um, I don't know how it went. But <laughs> um, I'll be putting that playlist together probably tomorrow. And uh, there's some cool stuff in there. So, um, But every Friday evening and Sunday evening on Twitch, it's uh, Turn on the Music I'm sorry, twitch.tv slash turn on the music two. All of those links are in the um, description as well as our social media, our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter, all that stuff is in there as well. There's also our Discord where we're um, trying to grow that community so we can chat with you and do all those things. Um, uh, these podcasts also come out on the YouTubes. They come out on Monday mornings and they are slightly behind. They're about two weeks behind. But there is video that goes along with it. There's also uh, shorts that come out on Fridays. Um, yeah, that's. I think that's about it. It's good, yeah. What did I miss? No, I, th- I think he got it all. Cool. Yeah. So with that, we'll see you guys next week. See you next week. See you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Turn on the Music podcast. We hope that you join us next week. Click on the link tree in our show notes to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can also subscribe to our Twitch and YouTube channel. If you'd like to continue the conversation, join us on our Discord. If you like what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you really want to help us promote the show, head over to Apple Podcasts or the podcast service of your choice and give us a five-star rating. Remember, always share the music.